This is Mind Salad, a program of diverse weekly discussions about mental wellness with a rotating panel of licensed professional mental health counselors on a variety of mental health topics with guests and information to help you sort through life struggles. The information that is provided on this program is for informational purposes only and is not meant to treat or diagnose any mental health condition or be a substitute for therapy. This week, your host is Carlos Viafon from Mind Renewal Behavioral Health Services. Good morning, everybody. My name is Carlos Viafon. I am a local licensed professional counselor here, been in practice since 2006 here in Colorado Springs. I'm not originally from here. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I'm a Chicano male. Hablamos Español. My practice name is Mind Renewal Behavioral Health Services. We over there at Mind Renewal have about 13 clinicians who specialize in, in a lot of different things. I think one of the commonalities that we all possess over there is we, uh, we seek to, to treat trauma, trauma symptoms, trauma issues, anxiety issues, life stressors. Who we serve over there at Mind Renewal Behavioral Health, we, if you listen to last week's show, we, uh, we, we gave a little description of who we are and, 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 and briefly kind of the populations that we serve. We serve the underrepresented over there at Mind Renewal. Uh, we accept all kinds of insurances, but uh, those with minimal resources uh, is who we, we passionately serve. We serve the military community. I'm a veteran myself, veteran of the Army. There are other clinicians there who are either veterans themselves and or military spouses who understand the process and the complexities of, of living life uh, in the military. Obviously, uh, I, another passion of mine is serving the Latino community. Um, I have three, myself included, Spanish-speaking clinicians there uh, where we can do a little bit of Spanglish therapy, if you will. Um, we can do sessions entirely in Spanish. Si necesitan las, los servicios en español. Uh, we have Spanish speakers there as well. A big passion of ours. So I'm honored to be here in, with this group of four of us here at Mind Salad. Uh, radio program, radio show about mental wellness. There's different perspectives on how we do things. The host that you're going to meet over over the next few months here will bring you different perspectives. We all have a lot of commonality with why we do what we do. Uh, we're people. People. We love to serve. We want to help. We're doing this for our own reasons, but that's the commonality that we want to help people get to a better place. We want to help people in this community and and with the graces of this radio show uh, across this country, hopefully, listening to us on podcasts. But we want to help people self-actualize, get to the best and see the best parts of themselves. Mental health is uh, something that at least with the Latino population, we, we don't really communicate very often. Um, it's almost a taboo thing. Um, different cultures, different backgrounds, different 
personalities handle mental stressors in a lot of different ways. Um, the military population, very similar to the Latino culture, where we kind of keep things to ourselves and there's other means to decompress. Uh, but sometimes those other means aren't very efficient for us. They're not very helpful for us. So uh, coming to therapy, seeing a counselor uh, is, is a productive thing. It, it doesn't mean we're crazy. Um, and I hate that term, uh, but seeking counseling does not mean that you uh, have problems per se that are irreconcilable. Seeking counseling is a normal thing. Hearing a perspective from a hopefully completely, absolutely completely neutral professional where we'll guide you, we'll, we'll put this puzzle piece together for you and uh, you'll see the finished product. We'll see the finished product together. Uh, but the patients are who drive the sessions. Uh, we're there to kind of conduct and get back on track, so to speak. But uh, in my experience, the answers to problems are already within us. Sometimes they're stuck there. Sometimes they're buried. And we, as the professionals, will hope to help you guys kind of pull that stuff out and get you to a better place. So for today, my solo flight on this Mind Salad radio show, I wanted today to talk about grief, grief and loss. We are living in just some incredible times right now uh, with so much stuff going on, so much tragedy um, across the world, across the country, and then locally here in Colorado Springs, uh, just experiencing a ton of tragedy. All of us are coming out of and recovering from this global pandemic. This pandemic uh, has created a new normal for everybody. This pandemic has shifted our thinking and the way we live our lives, unfortunately. Having said that, I think that this pandemic and everything that it's brought has helped us in, in this field, at least uh, professionally, be able to reach out to more and more souls that need the help. We've become so isolated. We were forced into isolation. And whether you think that was a good thing or not, uh, we were isolated. We are social creatures, humans. We need to be around others. So being away from people for a year uh, did a number to our mental well-being, to our mental health, to our mental wellness. And so this concept of grief is what I wanted to touch on today. Because what is grief? I want you all to pause for a minute and take a couple seconds, close your eyes. And when I say that word grief, I want you to think of what comes to your mind when I say the word grief. Typically, what I hear as a response uh, is are things like death, death of a loved one. Uh, more often than not, that's where people go. That's our automatic. Um, Merriam-Webster defines grief as deep and poignant distress caused by or as if by bereavement huh what does that mean 
Well, what is bereavement? Bereavement is defined then as the state or fact of being or deprived of something or someone. So it's very, there's a lot of words there to describe, to define grief. For the purpose of today's show, we will define grief simply as the normal and natural reaction to loss of any kind whatsoever. Now, in this profession, there are many views, theories, therapy types, I suppose, uh, to treat grief. And um, I'm versed in several, um, and they're all very good in and of themselves. Um, That's the beauty of mental health and therapy is that there's a niche for everybody. I am a very proactive and action-oriented clinician. I believe that I only have a patient for one hour a week. And if there's crises and whatnot, maybe more than that. But one hour a week. There's 160 plus hours in, in a week. And I have that person, that human being with me for one hour. That is definitely not enough time to go through and work through everything. We'll be together for years and years and years, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But I believe that therapy is what's done outside of the therapy session. The way I like to explain therapy is I'm an athlete, is therapy is like the the, the game film room where we can pause, we can rewind, we can fast forward, we can slow forward. Uh, we, we have the luxury of examining the bits and pieces of a person's event, life, etc. But the work is done out on the practice field, and the practice field is in the real world. Uh, in a therapy session, the ideal is that the other person feels safe in a room with me or with your clinician. Out in the real world, there's confounding variables. There are variables that we have no control over. In the therapy session, it's a sterile environment. It's almost a laboratory setting and you're safe and we can hash out ideas and role play and do what we need to do uh, in a safe environment. Putting them in play is a different story. And my hope as a clinician is to get people to put these concepts and ideas and skills in play out in the real world, out where it counts, where it matters, and get to the the point where they can do this on their own and they don't need me anymore. And if they need to come back, then I, knock on wood, will always be there. Similar to a doctor's office, Uh, you have an ailment, you go see the doctor, you get some treatment, uh, you go apply the treatment, so to speak, and when you feel better, you stop seeing the doctor. Uh, A little different with mental health, but in my opinion, the same premise. Um, When I talk about grief, maybe some of you out there will 
be familiar with Kubler-Ross's uh, theory of the stages of grief. And I don't want to get too involved with that, but many people are familiar with those stages of grief. Um, that's not what I want to touch on. I want to talk about a particular model called the grief recovery method. The grief recovery method, like me, is a very proactive and action-oriented approach to resolving pain associated with grief. What I like about this particular model and approach is that it's very individualized and we create these unique individualized plans to each person. Every time I do this with a patient, it looks different, sometimes kind of similar, uh, because grief is grief, uh, but very unique to that person. So grief, on top of being a normal and natural response to losing something or someone, grief is complicated because there are conflicting feelings caused by the end of or a change in a familiar pattern of behavior. So recovering from grief then is made by a series of small and correct choices that are consciously made by that person experiencing grief. I wanna add that in my experience and kind of following this model, grief is related to loss and all loss is related to relationships. All loss is a relationship. Relationships like, of course, a loved one, a family member, but also a pet. Heck, pets become our family. Pets are part of our family. So losing a pet creates these conflicting feelings. Loss of a job or a career, retirement. You've worked in a in a factory or an office for, you know, 20, 30 years and you're hitting retirement age and, and you're done. And for 30, 40 years, you have been and identified as such and such person. And now that's gone. Now we have a new identity. So that's another loss, a loss of my relationship with my identity. Again, I mentioned that I'm a veteran and I joined the military very young and I'd never really been out of my little neighborhood, my, you know, my familiarity and going from where I came from into the big bad green, so to speak, of the army, um, that was a huge shift and I lost my identity. I became such and such person out there in LA and now I am this other person and it was uh, it was a struggle to kind of reconcile those thoughts and those feelings to the person that I became PCSing here in Colorado Springs I don't know we have four five military bases I guess including the the academy here uh, but everybody it's a very transient community people come and go here in the military, you PCS, I don't know, every three years, you start to set some roots down and 
and off we go on to the next and eventually you become numb to that and desensitized to even wanting to to lay down some roots and and you don't and again we start to isolate and we just kind of take care of our our initial or i guess immediate nuclear family so to speak if we have families and then we move on to the next my name is carlos viafan i am a local licensed professional counselor here my practice name is Mind Renewal Behavioral Health Services. So I'm honored to be here, here at Mind Salad. There's loss of possessions. Um, a few years back during the last, uh, I guess, recession, people lost homes. People got uh, vehicles repossessed because they lost jobs. Business relationships, foreclosures, divorce, those are all losses. So again, all loss is related to relationships and relationships don't just mean family humans loved ones uh, it's so many uh, other things in that it's very varied and what's lost for me may not be lost for you and that's the beauty of this particular model that it's unique to every individual and it's our job just to accept and be with your experience and be with your uniqueness and your particular set of events now what we're trying to do with this model is a term that we we use uh, completeness uh, there's a quote that i like to use an incomplete past sabotages our future an incomplete past sabotages our future. So we're trying to find conflicting or what I like to call stuck points from the past, points that keep us kind of mired and stuck in the muck, so to speak. We get stuck in the muck because of these conflicting emotions as it relates to grief and loss. Conflicting emotions like relief, Think about having a loved one or a family member that has been suffering with a terminal illness for a long time, and they leave this earth, they leave us. And on the one hand, there is an incredible sense of relief that they're no longer suffering. On the other hand, there's a deeper sense of sadness that this person is no longer with us conflicting emotions like joy versus anger joy that i am finally done with work after all these years of breaking my back i am done with this but anger that i can't get hired i have more to live i have more life to live and nobody will hire me anymore because i'm overqualified or because of my age or whatever the case may be so those conflicting feelings other feelings and emotions that we see typically in people who are grieving numbness we become numb to this world we don't want to feel we don't want to deal with that anymore. Our, our focus becomes lessened. We have reduced concentration. We inevitably have sleep problems. We can't sleep. We're tossing and turning. We're waking up many times a night. 
or we're just waking up too early and we just can't fall back asleep because the brain won't shut off. Our eating and our diet habits change. Uh, maybe we don't pay attention to the, the nutritional values of our meals and we start eating out or eating less and we're not taking care of our bodies. We have polarized emotions. Uh, our, our emotional scale flip-flops. It goes from extreme, one extreme to the other, and those are sometimes difficult to control. So when we're working in this model particularly, uh, we're, we're not talking about getting over anything. I think that's ridiculous. We're not trying to get anybody to forget. We're trying to get people to complete. So when do you start? How do you know? When, when is a good time to start your recovery? Well, I, th I think that's up to every individual. But let me say this to you. If you had a gash in your leg and it's just pouring out, you know, fluids and blood and and or a broken bone and you know it's there. Will you wait for the right time or will you go seek help? Grief and seeking counseling is an emotional gash that's pouring out grief that's pouring out these conflicting feelings so with that idea in mind when is the right time when is the time to start your recovery and i say that that's now now when we as we grow up we get ingrained and instilled with a bunch of uh, what we call in this model myths and cliches we hear positive things what sound to be positive things from the people who care about us because they don't want to see us in pain they tell us things like don't feel bad or things to the extent of hey let's just replace the loss think of losing a pet right your pet passes away from illness or you know god forbid jumps your fence and goes out into traffic and gets hit by a vehicle. And we, we're sad about that. We have those conflicting emotions. And the easy solution, right, the, the logical solution, the cognitive solution is to go replace it. Let's go to the pound or, or, and, and replace that loss. Let's go get a new puppy. Let's go rescue another dog. On top of that, again, we don't, as human beings, uh, we don't know what to do with emotions. Uh, we don't know what to do when someone grieves. And we, we say, you know, just leave your Aunt Betty alone. Uh, she, she Just let her be. She'll get through this. And so we tend to lean on leaving people be and leaving them alone. But again, as I mentioned earlier, we're social creatures. We're social beings. We need to be around people. So... Being left alone isn't a very helpful thing. Sometimes we need to be alone. Sometimes alone time is what we need. But all in all, uh, telling somebody to just grieve alone um, is not the best, uh, the best uh, advice. Time. Time will heal your wounds, right? We hear that so much. Time will heal your wounds. Um, I think that's one of the biggest myths 
No amount of time will help you if you don't do anything but just be in it will help you again forget. That's ridiculous. We're not ever going to forget a loved one or an identity or anything like that. Be strong for others. Um, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, right? You have two other kids that still need you. Be strong for them. As helpful as that sounds and as real as that is, because the world does keep spinning, um, that's not the greatest advice. And I don't know if that's a very helpful thing that someone in grief uh, wants to necessarily hear. And staying busy, right? Let's, let's keep busy. Distract your brain. Go out and do stuff. Uh, well, listen, you're just going to keep bearing those emotions, those conflicting emotions. Um, so these myths and cliches that people teach us, people tell us, people like our family members, our pastors, our church folks, our chaplains, our neighbors, extended family, friends, colleagues. Uh, these are uh, things that, are, that sound very helpful and productive but don't necessarily help. We say there's three words that will help you to understand what you need to work on. Different, better, and more. Specifically, the question of what would you wish were different, better, or more. If you ask yourself that question, you'll be able to identify, hopefully, what might be incomplete or unfinished. Unfinished business or undelivered communications are what keep us stuck. And it, it's these stuck points that we will help you process and work through and, and what's needed to get processed and worked through in order for you to recover. So choose to heal. Choose to recover. Again, you will not forget. Just complete if you're interested in this model, um, and wherever you may be, uh, you can go on the Grief Recovery website, and their website is www.griefrecoverymethod.com. And wherever you may be across this country and really across the globe, because there are certified providers, and not all are therapists, so I wanted to say that, uh, You'll find a certified provider uh, in the grief recovery method across the world. So wherever you may be, if you know you are experiencing some sort of loss, a set of conflicting emotions because of the pandemic, because of tragedies that are occurring, it seems like almost every day, hit them up, research, go out and find the help you need it's okay. Again, for the military community out there, it's okay. 99% of the time, chain of command won't even know about what's being discussed. This is about you. This is about your healing, your mental wellness. Go get some help. For my Latino community, busquen ayuda. Go get some help. Está bien. It's okay. We're here for you. There's nothing wrong with it. Go talk to someone that's not your husband, that's not your family, that's not your abuelita. Get the help you need. Get the perspective from a neutral party who will take this journey with you and give you the help that you need. 
that was a lot of information, I think, for my first show. It's a very heavy-duty topic, and I just skimmed the surface. If you're interested in seeking more help, feel free to reach out to my practice, Mind Renewal Behavioral Health Services. Again, our phone number there, 719-465-2582. Or find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page where I post just different ideas, different contributions, uh, thoughts that hopefully are helpful on Instagram as well. Or visit my website, www.mindrenewalbhs.org. I want to thank you all for staying with me on this first solo flight, as I said earlier. I can't wait for this journey to share with you other ideas, other topics on mental wellness. Next week, you will hear from Lexi Ellis from Into Freedom Counseling, and she's going to talk to you guys about insurance and mental health. Can't wait to hear what Lexi brings to you. I want to thank you again for today. Stay with me next time as I will discuss a therapy modality that is very interesting to me and very, very helpful for a lot of different symptoms, specifically trauma and anxiety. It's called Accelerated Resolution Therapy, or ART for short. Tune in next time on Mind Salad, and I want to leave you with this final thought. If you correct your mind, the rest of your life will fall into place. Thanks again. God bless. See you next time. Mind Renewal is a minority and veteran-owned practice with a passion for serving the underrepresented and to remove the stigma attached to seeking and receiving quality behavioral health services. Mind Renewal has a diverse group of clinicians with assorted specialties to meet your individual needs. Their goal is to empower clients to improve their quality of life and help connect them to resources that sustain their positive growth. If you're considering help, call Mind Renewal 719-465-2582. You've been listening to Mind Salad, a discussion of mental wellness issues and topics with a rotating panel of mental health providers. Heard every Sunday at 1130 a.m. on KPPF and be sure to listen to the podcast on Podbean.